Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is up, everybody? Isaac here, Civil Engineering Academy. Excited to be with you. Um... I'm feeling pretty good. Like I talked about COVID last time, last time we did an episode, but man, hey, the energy is back now and we are, we're, we're going after it, man. We're killing it. So, hey, excited that you're uh, here with me today. I have a really fun podcast episode with a guest that's been out of school, out of the industry for over 17 years and wanted to get back into it. And as she came back into it, she discovered that she needed to get her PE license. Her employer really pushed her to get that PE license. Uh, she ended up finding our courses, the Ultimate Civil PE Review course, and she details her own journey. Uh, back 17 years ago, she worked doing geotech work, and she actually took the PE back then, uh, missed it by one question, uh, and then left for the industry for 17 years to raise her family, which has uh, been an awesome experience for her. And then she's come back into the industry and is trying to get the ball rolling. So anyone that's been out of the industry for a long time, there's definitely hope for you. Or if you haven't looked at passing your exams, there's definitely hope for you. Don't give up on that and uh, definitely get licensed because it's a good thing. It's going to launch your career. Uh, today, uh, she actually works in land development and uh, it's a really fun episode. So I bring on Holly uh, Guillaume on the show. <clears throat> Sorry, lost my voice. Holly Guillaume on the show. And she does a great job of explaining her own journey on the, uh, to become a professional engineer. She currently works in land development, like I said, and really enjoys what she does. She graduated from South Dakota School of Mines and uh, just a real pleasant person and really enjoyed our conversation. So I hope that you find some interest in this and I hope there's some value that you gain from this experience that Holly had uh, of trying to get back into it after being out of school and raising her family for 17 years. Uh, don't ever give up on your dreams of becoming a licensed professional engineer. Uh, if there's one key takeaway, that would definitely be something to pay attention to. So anyway, excited about this interview. I think you're really going to enjoy it. And it's coming up right after this. All right. I've got Holly on today, the Civil Engineering Academy podcast. Holly, thanks for jumping on today. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. So um, I wanted to document a little bit your uh, about your own journey into civil engineering and hear your experience you're a student of our courses and i just wanted to you know get you on the show and and uh get your pick your brain about a few things so uh this is always fun for me to do and it's fun to always meet uh students of our courses but also just to get your uh whole journey and and to hear a little bit more about your background so i guess to kick this off holly um why don't you give us an idea of how you found yourself into civil engineering and maybe a little bit about your own background. Well, um, I've always had it in my life, I guess, because uh, my dad's a civil engineer. Um, mm. He ran a consulting company out of um, just a small consulting company out of our home for years. And, um, and so I, 
you know, grew up helping him. And, you know, when I was a teenager, I did some surveying and some drafting and different activities to help him out. And, um, you know, I was trying to decide what I wanted to do. I just felt like it was a good fit because I liked math and science. And, you know, I felt like he made a good living and I just thought it was um, a possibility for me. So that's great. Did he run that out of his own home? Yeah. And what was he doing? Like, what was the specific discipline? He did a little bit of everything. And um, he did a lot of work for really small towns and um, anything from roads to parks to drainage and, you know, a little, wow. a little bit of everything. That's awesome. So you kind of were always around it. And that got you going. And so um, you went to school. Where did, where did you go to school for engineering? I went to the School of Mines in South Dakota. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And, uh, okay, so you went through that. So what do you do now for work? What's, what's the daily? So it's uh, a lot of master plan communities, um, public and private infrastructure to, um, to get the developers up and going. And building homes for families. Awesome. I like it. So um, let's talk about, I guess, your journey to become a professional engineer then. What was that journey like for you as you were preparing for the PE um, in your own words? So that's been a long, a long story, but... um, We like long stories. (laughs) When I was so I've been out of the industry for 17 years, and I, back in the day, I, um, I had gotten all of my experience, and back then you had to fill out your SER and do all of your paperwork before you could take the exam, and so I had all of that done. I, I took the took the exam in geotech, and I just was distracted. I, t- I took a course and, you know, I did a little bit of studying. I didn't really know what to expect with the exam. I, I wouldn't say, I, I mean, I think I took it seriously, but I also didn't give it my all. And but this was I 17 was, years ago. This yeah, is the first time. Okay. I was pregnant with my daughter at the time. Awesome. And um, I really was just distracted by life. <laughs> <laughs> by decorating the nursery and, you know, just like thinking about baby stuff. So, um, I missed passing by one point and it killed me a little bit, but I think in the long run it worked out because I think had I passed, um, I don't know that I ever would have stepped away. And, and for me personally, um, I did I did end up stepping away and being a mom for a long time. and uh, Which is also a full-time job. It's a full-time job, yeah. But, Very hard. <laughs> but, you know, I know that's not the right path for everyone. And definitely 17 years wasn't the right path. But my, my son ended up having a lot of medical problems and it just um, delayed everything. So. Um, 
so yeah, about a year ago, I just I had just had just celebrated my one year anniversary here, and um, and so about a year and a month ago, I just happened to be on LinkedIn, and one of my old coworkers had posted something about the company that he works for, and you know back in the day he was you know, fresh out of school and I was kind of showing him the ropes and stuff. And, but we always, we always worked really well together Mm -hmm. and uh, I hadn't talked to him in years, but we used to be really good friends. And so I messaged him and said, Hey, you know, I was, if I was thinking about going back to engineering, you know, what kind of classes should I take? Thinking he was going to say brush up on AutoCAD or Uh I I didn't know what he was going to say. Um, but we're so busy here in Houston. He he was like, "Why don't Why don't you come on in and talk to us?" And uh, and so I ended up coming in and interviewing. And I remember at the interview, um, the boss of our branch stopped in, and he he intimidated me a lot at that time. And he asked, or he was making comments about Mannings and. I didn't remember any of it, and I was really um, stressed out about that. Yeah. But he didn't. He didn't ask me questions. He just was commenting and stuff. But I, I really was so I hadn't had time to brush up on anything at that moment, and so it was a little bit stressful. But uh, anyway, so I ended up starting, and I was helping, and just trying to get back into it and remember. The good equations. Everything, yeah. <laughs> and I probably was underwater for a while, but... Um, well, I can only imagine, you know, you're out of school for 17 years or out of the industry, basically, and then coming back into it, there's... That takes a while to, to kind of get back into the habit of of uh, not only learning engineering, but knowing what your niche is, what your industry you're in. And learning those kind of nuances. So, I, I guess I, uh, another question I have is: when you came back, when you did that job interview, was that the same industry that you had worked in before? Like, was it the same industry? No, I had done some geotech work uh, straight out of school, and then I had gone into site development. Um, I had actually always wanted to do land, which is a little bit more. It's more residential than commercial, in case there's anybody that doesn't know that um so I did transition because he back then my my buddy was do we were both doing site development and he does land now which was perfect you know it ended up being perfect because that's what I had always wanted to do um so anyway at some point they had started asking me you know kind of pushing like are you gonna take your PE and and I mean, that wasn't even on my radar because I had been out for so long. But right. um, I just was saying, no, like I just <laughs> couldn't even imagine doing that. At I that am moment. not ready. And yeah, <laughs> I really was not. But because I was trying to remember stuff from 17 years ago and trying to learn, um, you know, about land development specifically, I started listening to, I, I thought I'm going to start using my commute as a time to learn and get familiar, just even just 
listening to the terminology and stuff, I um, I thought that might be helpful. That's so great. I started listening to YouTube videos. I would don't don't do this while you're driving. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would turn them on and put, put the off. phone in the mm -hmm. seat so I could listen through Bluetooth, but not be distracted. I, it's not like I needed to actually watch the watch problems or something. I just wanted to get familiar with terminology and everything like that. So I, YouTube videos is um, is how I kind of got back. Hmm. And were you did, were you YouTubing uh, the Civil Engineering Academy? YouTube well, stuff I didn't or? at first. I had just put in civil engineering or land development, and um, I don't remember. I think I can't remember Somehow. the first time I found you, but uh, but I liked your your videos. They were very clean and to the point and quick so you know i could listen to several of them um it wasn't like it was a full hour-long investment or something like that right. it was you know easy to do in the car and stuff so well that's good yeah so that's awesome so that's how you just probably discovered mm -hmm. civil engineering academy um and had you already passed the fe exam at this point or yeah i had taken that back in college one of our professors he was very involved um, outside of just teaching classes and stuff. Uh -huh. And he really pushed us to take it while we were still in school. And I, I think that was so valuable because I keep meeting people who didn't, didn't have that. And so they oh, get out yeah. of school and then they're, you know, making money and they want to just work and it's hard to buckle down and, and start studying again. So well, especially the FE where it's so much, uh, you know, these college courses where it's math, heavy math, yeah. you know, and um, so that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So good, good thing you had that done. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Um, so what was the, um, was the work then the driver for you to start studying for the PE again? Is that um, well, so kind of motivation? Well, so because I was out for so long and I needed to just refresh to even do better at my job. Um, I started, you know, just relearning and refreshing and I did some work, you know, at the dining room table, looking through books and stuff, but the, the videos are just a lot more entertaining and easy to follow. And, uh, so I found myself doing a lot of that and, um, that's great. So you um, took our course, the Ultimate Civil PE Review course, to to help you out on this journey. Um, you know, being out of school for seventeen years, uh, how did the course help you? What's something you enjoyed about the course uh, as you took it? So I'm going to tell you something. I'm not sure how you're going to feel about it. I think it's good. Mm -hmm. I um, I had already signed up for it on my own, and then. My boss, who's my old buddy, uh, was he was like, "Oh no, how much? He's like, how much did you pay for this class?" And uh, we we all here take this class, and it's you can go, and they actually have people who teach, and they provide you with some study materials and and stuff like that. So he was really adamant that I sign up for this class. So so I think it's interesting that I have two perspectives from the. From the different classes um 
I highly recommend your class over the other <laughs> class because the other class was, I mean, for the price point and it's very, the video, I ended up doing the virtual option. Uh, yeah. I just it makes like, sense in today's world to do yeah, a virtual option. I just option. didn't want to lose time driving back and forth to a class and and if you miss it, I have kids, I have life, a life going on. So if you miss a class, you're just out, you know. So the virtual option just made more sense for me. Um, so I had their class, and I mean, I really dedicated myself to to getting back up to speed. And Get this so thing knocked I, out. Did, I did both. Um, and there's, you know, there was a lot of crossover and. Uh, well, I think that helps too when you're well-rounded. Well the materials um, were not organized and the videos were kind of the same. Like, it just, I, I wasn't really all that impressed, but uh, I, I don't know. Maybe it was because I saw the civil engineering academy materials versus theirs, and and I just think yours are so um, just so organized. They're just well organized and easy to follow. And I liked that there were problems that I could print out and work, but they had a video solution. I thought that was really great. Um, and so, I, I, oh, a big selling point, I think, is your Facebook group, because I I don't know if you remember this, but before I had signed up for your class, I had contacted you and asked if you had private tutoring available, because oh, I, yeah. really, I really thought that I was going to need that uh, for the areas that I didn't feel strong in. And it was important to me to be able to have that as a resource before I signed up and you had kind of said that you had this Facebook group and that I, I might not need it, but you did offer it. And I was just like, yeah, but I've been out for a long time. So um, <laughs> I feel like I'm probably going to need it. But the Facebook group was fantastic because there's just a group of people all going through the same thing with you and everybody has different questions on different, different parts, but you know, People jump in to help you on the stuff that they know and vice versa. And then uh, I had mentioned to you earlier, Francisca was great because problems that I had that no one else could help with, she would jump on and, and solve those right away for me and um, and and not not just give the answer or a short version. Like she really put in the effort to make sure people understand and and i just think that's invaluable so that's, that's great selling point yeah i um oftentimes people do ask me about um like one-on-one -on -one, uh you know coaching or uh, help and i do often steer them to the course because i i think you can get just as much access to me and to others um like francisca who's part of our team who does an amazing job getting in there and answering questions and really does a great job of explaining it too. And it, uh, I'm, I'm always um, mindful that no matter what level you're at, people need to learn, you know, where you're at. So if we need to explain something again, 
let's get you to to where you need to be. So I'm glad that that you enjoyed uh, the private Facebook community that does come with the course. I uh, I did try to talk that up because I think the support support uh, when you're studying for these exams is, is extremely important. And sometimes that's the missing component with a lot of other places. Like they might provide a forum or something, but sometimes people just never get on there. Or sometimes you ask a question and it takes a while to get an answer back. So, um, yeah, we kind of pride ourselves on the support. So we want to make sure people feel supported on this journey. I know I know, I struggled with the PE myself, so I know uh, the difficulty of it. Um, I know the frustration of not passing, of uh, doing that. And so I want to make sure that people feel supported and have a safe space. Like if they do fail... Um, having a safe space they could come to and find out what what happened, what went wrong, and what we can do to help them further. Because uh, I want I want people to know like you're not a failure as an engineer if you do didn't pass this exam a couple times. So let's figure out where where the loopholes are that you're missing and see if we can get after that. So uh, good points. I'm glad you could share that. Um, how much time do you feel like you prepared for the exam? Um, you know, having come back to this after 17 years. So when they, they finally convinced me that I should go ahead and, and try to go for this, I did a lot of research on, you know, which class to take and how many hours it was going to take. And I kept seeing, you know, it could take 150, it could take 300. And, you know, I guess everybody just has to know where they think they are and how much it's going to take from them. But because I felt like I needed extra preparation, I was like, well, I feel like I'm going to need more than 300 hours. So I really, um, you know, made a schedule of when the test was and, um, and how many hours I thought I could reasonably put in. And I just kind of backed it off from there and to see when I needed to start. So I probably really started studying hard in sometime in June. And preparing for October's exam when yes. they were twice a year. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Everything's changed now. So it's a little oh, different. Yeah. But, um, no, that's a good perspective though. So knowing that you started in June to take the October exam kind of gives uh, gives other people an idea of how long they might need to to ramp up if they haven't taken this in a while. Mm. So that's a good point. Um, but even before was that, that like, I was starting to listen to the videos in the car just to get familiar with everything again. So good. I did a little preparation before that. But and how much time in like a day or a weekend were you doing? Was it you know an hour or two during the day and more on the weekend, or how did you break that up? So at first I was doing, um, I don't know, yeah, probably an hour or two a day and then, I don't know, five or six hours on Saturday and Sunday. And then I found that when I actually really enjoy doing problems again. <laughs> it happens. And also, I just, you know, wanted to really give it my all because I think that, you know, knowing that I hadn't passed before and, you know, there's there's a certain amount of drive that gives you because you don't want to have to relive that. And 
so I just really wanted to put my all into it, and so I wouldn't have to do, <laughs> do it again. I love it. So that's yeah. what you have to do. So yeah. that's good. So what um, what depth section did you end up going with uh, on this round? I switched to water resources and environmental because, um, well, a couple of reasons. I kind of went back and forth because I'd always really enjoyed my geotechnical classes in college. I think we had a conversation about this, if I remember (laughs) Yeah, we did. (laughs) Not so much the structural. And so that concerned me with the exam because there's a lot of crossover with structural and and so I wasn't sure, but because I was had switched into land development and we do a lot of water resources with my job, I thought maybe that's where I need to do a lot of extra work so that it's going like, you know, to help me with my job and help me on the exam. So that's what and I maybe that maybe that question from your boss kept coming back into your mind. He's asking you about the Manning equation. Uh, so. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that was back there. Yeah. <laughs> well, good deal. So, um, you know, so we took the water resources. What tips do you have for people that are taking or are studying for that same depth section? What do you, any, any advice around that? For that specific depth? Yeah. What um, what helped you prepare for that? Or maybe even how much, how much time also did you spend in your depth section versus studying for your breadth? Well, I did a lot of reading on that too. And because you're going to have crossover, you're going to have questions in both that you should prepare or do extra preparation for your, your depth section. And then, um, because you're going to have uh, morning and afternoon questions. I, I think it might be a little different now with the, I read something about the new computer based testing kind of switches it up that it's not necessarily all a morning section and afternoon section and have, have you heard it's that? a little different um it, it is kind of the same but they got rid of the the real hard delineation between um, a.m and p.m but if you look at all the specs you know the first chunk of of the spec is always the same among all of the exams so okay. i'm taking those as what is the a.m questions that everyone's going to be asked. And then it's still broken up to your specific PM section, uh, which is different among all the specs. So they did get rid of the clear designation of AM and PM because as it goes computer-based, they could probably ask you these in any order now. Um, But in general, those are still like the fill of the questions, right? So you're going to have like AM type questions and, and you'll have PM type questions that are harder and more specific. So... Well, for this exam, I just think that it was, um, it was good to have the preparation for, you know, I think you're just going to put in extra hours into whatever depth you're going to go into. And I, and I do think that the NCEES practice exam was very helpful. Right. Okay, good. So, um, no people studying the water resources, you definitely want to put in more time uh, or some dedicated time to that, your particular depth section, uh, whatever you end up choosing. Um, was there any, uh, so the NCES book helped a, a lot with your depth section. That's good. Any others that are top of mind that help you specifically with your depth uh, section at all? 
Um, I specifically, I went back to YouTube. I watched I a like lot it. of different videos um, that wasn't available back when I took it the first mm -hmm. time. But just, you know, again, the exam changed from when I had taken it before. And so they had, I believe what happened was they took out, it used to be a separate environmental test, and then they combined water resources and environmental and then added a construction. Is that right? Yeah, they they do mix it up every once in a while. So that, yeah, that makes so sense. So it changed a little, and I, I was a little nervous about the chemistry and stuff in the environmental portion and, you know, wastewater treatment plants, um, the, the specifics of all of that. And, you know, that's something I really hadn't done since college. So I, uh, I really wanted to understand what it was because every time I, that, I think because I didn't know it well, every time I would read a problem or look through a section of a book or something, they would use different terminology and they would have different components. And I, I didn't understand why. And so there were, there were a lot of great videos on YouTube that really delved into explaining what each component did and why, um, why it was there, why it wasn't there. And so you know, the YouTube videos helped me out a lot. Great. Well, Holly, what are your thoughts about the exam going CBT now? Are you, uh, you're like, I'm glad I got that done, or what do you think about it? Well, I really wanted to take it as a paper and pencil exam just because that's what I was most familiar with. Um, but, you know, it's different for all the kids coming out of college because they're taking the FE as a computer-based exam, and, you know, that's probably more familiar for them. So um, it might be great for them, but um, I'm kind of glad I got a pencil and paper exam. But I do think that it's neat that they are providing the PDF for people to review and hopefully, you know, that's a good experience to be able to search through that and find the section. For the handbook? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. Got to get that handbook now. That's your go-to source. So definitely have that on hand. Um, are there any other tips about studying for the PE that you would like to share with others? Well, I think it's going to be a little difficult now that there's not set dates for the exam. You know, we used to just have the April and October, and it was easy to find someone who was also taking it at that time versus now because you can pretty much sign up at the testing center whenever you want. Um, I think it might be a little harder for people to... to find other people in your company or friends that are taking it at the exact same time. And I really think that it's important to have those people to study with. Um, when, when I started studying, I knew it was going to be hard for me to go home and, and not want to just relax and sit on the couch. <laughs> so, uh, I would just reserve a conference room and start studying there. And so it ended up being great because other people would see that that's what I was doing and they would stop in and either give some support or, you know, whatever, but people knew that I was studying for that. So then when they would find out somebody else was going to study for it, they would say, Hey, go see so-and-so in the conference room. She's studying every night, you know, whatever. And so I met several people that way. And 
even though we didn't necessarily do a lot of um, problems together, we would, you know, sometimes we would watch videos together or we would um, study the same section so that we could help each other. If, you know, if we were doing geotech that day, then we could help each other through geotech problems and stuff. But a lot of the time we were just, just in there in the same space studying. Right. But it was still camaraderie that you weren't going through it alone. And, you know, if you had questions, you had somebody to, to go to. And I just think that was really important. And, and, and to have somebody to walk into the exam with at, or to have lunch with and in between and just kind of vent and get your stress out. I think that's really important. So I hope, I hope, people continue to do that in some way. I hope so too. I, I can see that it might be a little bit harder. Um, if, if you do find somebody that's taking it at the same time, yeah, definitely connect. But yeah, with it going year round testing, it might be hard to set the exact same time, but mm -hmm. you can still prepare and shoot for, you know, maybe sometime in, in a certain month or something and work towards that goal. But, um, yeah, you bring up some good points. I, I think community support and if you get a friend or buddy that's helping you, that's all good stuff. So thanks for sharing that. Um, are there any other resources, Holly, that you would recommend uh, for the audience that's listening to this about um, preparing for this exam? Oh, not really. I really loved your course. I loved the Facebook group. Um I like it. YouTube videos. <laughs> I like it. So, um, yeah, if anybody, you know, if you're interested in that, go check us out. Go to civilpereviewcourse.com or check out our website at civilengineeringacademy.com. And you can find us on YouTube. Just search Civil Engineering Academy. We are uh, trying to throw out problems weekly, and uh, it's always fun to do those. So with the new change, with this going CBT, we are making more references to the handbook. Um, it's been years and years, and I still think it's still a good resource to use the civil engineering reference manual. Um, and if that's still of interest, uh, people can save a little money using our, our link, civilengineeringacademy.com slash PPI, and they can save a little money to get that resource. So the problem I see with the handbook is that it doesn't really teach you anything. That's true. You know, it's just a, a book of equations. And so you still need some guidance on how to apply those things. So whether you get that by combining it with the CIRM or, you, you know, using a course like our course, the Ultimate Civil Peer Review course, um, you can combine all that and really knock this thing out of the park. So, Holly, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for yeah. sharing your experience taking the PE, sharing your experience uh, with our course and how you found us. Uh, I really did enjoy this. So uh, I guess if anybody wants to connect with you, is there a good way that they could find you, ask questions? Yeah, uh, you can send me an email or I'm on LinkedIn. So, Excellent. Find you on LinkedIn. Uh, make sure you spell your last name right, though. Get <laughs> yes. that right. So we'll link all this in our show notes, and uh, it'll be a good time. So, Holly, thanks for jumping on today. I really all do right, appreciate it. Thanks for it. having me. Okay, see ya. All right, bye.